Warning! This podcast may contain naughty language, including the C-word. Listener discretion is advised. Hey everybody, you've tuned into Shingler's List, where we talk movies, music, trendy news, game sports, current affairs, and anything else that pops into our brains. I'm Dave Shingler, and I'm joined, as always, by my bros in the cave, Cleon Bewley and TJ Harlot. Hello, everybody. Yo, it's the Hyperman set. TJ's on the toilet, live and direct. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, TJ is joining us from the, um, uh, the, the glorious view in his... Uh, uh, toilet room, um, because of the acoustics. I believe <laughs> it's traditionally called an ensuite. <laughs> you make a terrible fucking name. The toilet room. And this, this is the um, it's the um, toilet room. Alright, how is everyone anyway? Yeah, sound. Sound. Nothing new this oh, week, God. really. Oh, we should God. probably just wrap the show up now, in all fairness. Nothing uh, <laughs> nothing, nothing else has happened since well, last week. I'm still in me house. Hey, hey, I tell you what oh. I have learnt this week. What? Two things. I've learnt two things this week, boys. Uh, the first one is, you should never send Pretty Patel out to do your press conference. And the second one is, she went to the same math school as Diane Abbott. That's it. That's what I yeah, learned yeah. this week. <laughs> what was the number that she said, Dave? Um, let me drag it up for you. Uh, the number was 300,034,974,000. It's not a number. That's what we fucking need. It's, it's not a number. It's just what we need right now. 20. No. It's just what we need. <laughs> How many tests In have been done? Defense. 20. <laughs> The Labour Party, the <laughs> Labour Party are like just how bad are shouting at this moment in time. They're really, really getting intense now. That guy, he's just how back wanting to use politics off the back of the dead. He's ready to go. So, Boris, when did we get the tests? You said we were going to have 100,000 tests right now. I'll tell you where they've gone. I'll tell you where they've gone. Donald Trump fucking bought them off him. He bought us. He outbid us to Germany, the bastards. That's where the test went. I'll tell you what, where, do you what Boris do? I'll tell you where, where they've gone. Pr- pretty fucking Patel counted them. That's what happened. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. and Diana. Be careful, mate, because unlike Diane Abbott, right, she has some power. I don't she can't care. Send the arm, she can't send an armed squad around your house. Around to the house. Right, is, this motherfucker. Is her job not numbers? Is her job not numbers? How many is she no, going to no, how many is she going to send, TJ? Bring you back to the death penalty. Oh, that's fine. How many is she going to send to my house? 300,000, I am currently sat on the toilet because um, this has become my makeshift man cave. Pants up or pants down? The, we're not all currently in the Citadel, which is the, the actual man cave. The custom... <laughs> built recording mecca in Dave Shingler's house. Cleon is is currently in the process of developing his own uh, studio. Uh, and uh, I am uh, I'm sat in my toilet. <laughs> but I have got some beers and some Pringles. Um 
while I'm in the same place that I take monstrous shits. So, um, <laughs> yeah, if coronavirus doesn't get me, there's some other disease that will. <laughs> wash well. your hands. Wash your hands, son. <laughs> just wash oh. yourself. Just wash just yourself. Before you leave that room, just get in the shower. Give oh. me showers next to me. I can just roll into it. <laughs> just roll into it like a big fish. <laughs> just, just, just lie on the side of the bath. And just roll into it, fill it up, oh. and then just lie on the side like, like a seal, and just roll into your bath, fill it up with bleach. Uh, Shall we start as this tradition yeah. with some fire in the cave? Oh, we can Shall do that we? if you want. Let's do that. That sounds good. Let's let let's let's start it off. Let's start it off then. Fire in the cave with T.J. Harlot coming from his shitter. <laughs> It is, it is the hot desk, it is the newsroom, and for you, I has got some news. You know what I is saying, blood? It's all about ginting. You missed the boom. <laughs> when did I ever get the boom? <clears throat> the world-famous Himalayan mountain range is visible for the first time in three decades from neighbouring northern India, as the country's lockdown has led to a drop in air pollution. Members of the public have been posting photos of the majestic site on social media, spreading just a little bit of that Punjabi positivity. One G Thunberg also took to social media to express that this news made her, and I quote, cream in her Swedish knickers. <laughs> I bet there was actually... I bet there was actually one guy going, what the fuck is that? <laughs> I bet there was. It's 16 now, so I'm allowed to say that, aren't I? I'm not sure. Uh, no, no, it's you. Okay. It's you. you say what you, you want. It's it kind of legal with you. Let's just crack on. Former Arsenal boss Unai Emery has blamed the seven-game shit show that led to his sacking on his ex-missus. Sasha Wright has claimed that Emery accused her of being a witch who brought him bad luck. Former Hollywood's hearty and strictly come dancing alumni Ali Bastian has welcomed her first child Isla Rose with her West End actor husband David Mahoney. I've seen the pictures and man is punching. <laughs> Tony Maudsley, a.k.a. Kenneth Debeck, a.k.a. the fat gay one from Benidorm, is due to join the cast of Corey when the long-running and much-loved soap returns to filming. He will play the son of Archie Shuttleworth, an undertaker involved in a love triangle between Blanche and Audrey back in the early 2000s. And finally, members of far-left climate alarmist organisation Extinction Rebellion are being investigated by the government's anti-terrorism arm, Prevent. Known terrorist sympathisers, including members of the Green Party and Amnesty International, have spoken out about the decision. And that was Fire in the Cave. This time coming from fire from TJ's arse right here in his bathroom, only on Shingler's List. The only podcast you need to get informed. It's much better than Peter Crouch's podcast. Only listen to this podcast. We don't have any sponsors yet, and I miss the booze. <laughs> well done, Teej. Um, <clears throat> I try my best. Well done, mate. Well done, mate. Oh, these, that was lovely. These, 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 are, these are confusing times. I'm starting to be laughing. Well, yeah, these, these are confusing times. 
Well, guys. What? I thought about a little bit of a feature. Oh, did you? You had your thinking I hats did. on. He's had seven days. He's sat in the house. He's had ripped. Thinking he's, hats on. he's ripped all his appliances out now. Got nothing left. New fridge. <laughs> that's it. Still waiting for Amazon to deliver everything. I decide whether to buy an Apple Watch or a Fitbit. Yeah. The <laughs> cuckoo's come out. Fridge freezers come out. The bath has come out. He thought, oh, I better do some fucking work. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I've, I've got a new feature. It's called Over the Wall. Because we can't actually talk to people, I've interviewed them over the wall. Oh, that's lovely. So you've interviewed you've interviewed two people, <laughs> one on each side. <laughs> yeah. In a nutshell. <laughs> well, if this if this doesn't get the full scale of the, hu- <laughs> the human condition, I don't know what will. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, <laughs> I, I interviewed. <laughs> I interviewed. Anyway, uh, I interviewed. I interviewed the father-in-law. <laughs> I didn't want why, to introduce that. Then. Why? Why? Why was he next door? <laughs> well, I went to the shop, and I had to drop him off some milk, and that was when over the wall came into my mind whilst I was driving the car to Steve's house. So, are you ready for the feature? Oh, go on, so, yeah. go on. Oh. I asked him a series of questions, and I'm going to ask different people these different series of questions. So, you're going to have the same questions for three different people now, and probably their partners. So, we've got a maximum of six different <laughs> features we can run this for. Let's be honest. Fantastic. Unless I actually ask you and Dave, <laughs> and your partners, then we've got an extra four features going on. We've got three. <laughs> yeah. We can ask your name anyway. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't want to like you know turn this into the TJ Harlow pity party. But <laughs> I, I am currently without a partner, which also means I'm currently without a fucking intern to run this. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but, which is partly due to the reason I'm now sat in my bathroom. <laughs> I can't tell you where I'll set me mic up or soundproof me flat. <laughs> anyway, so over the wall. I said, so can I have your full name? And his full name was Stephen Myatt. His age is 71. Previous jobs, Royal Navy, Cook, IT, and an antique dealer. I asked, what are you doing to keep your sanity during this lockdown period? And he said, playing Elite Dangerous and eating various and copious amounts of crisps. Ha- marriage. He's been married for 37 years. And I said, secrets of a happy marriage. To which he responded, I will let you know when I find out. <laughs> <laughs> and he said, any life advice? He said, don't make the same mistakes I've made. And he said, best advice ever given. And he said, if you don't peck it, it will get better on its own. <clears throat> And I said, would you rather have a dick for a nose? <laughs> <laughs> He's gone from like a Saturday morning TV show, maybe even Songs of Praise. Just like, you know, just, just interviewing the, bar- the baristas on the way into the ditch to the fucking late night Channel 4 show. <laughs> I said, would you rather have a dick for a nose? Or a nose for a dick. And I'll ask you two the same question. Would he answer that question? I hope my daughter leaves you. <laughs> he actually said, no, but I've got a dick for a son-in-law. 
<laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Anyway, guys. Anyway, guys, what would you would you rather have a dick for a nose or a nose for a dick? Dick for a nose. <laughs> a dick for a nose. <laughs> Every day. Dick for a nose. And I said also also which is your least favourite child? And he refused to answer that. <laughs> and that Cleon. is over the wall with Cleon Muley. A little round of applause for that, my friend. I mean, we've been we've beautiful. I think we, we have retained after an eighteen-month hiatus. Prior to that, we were doing this show for a very long time, and uh, that is probably the best thing you've ever done. <laughs> you. you asked your aging father-in-law if you're going to have a dick for a nose or a nose for a dick. <laughs> It's, it's a would you rather it's a would you rather it's my oh. isolation specialist feature at this moment would you rather mm. I tell you, you what I might rip I might rip that feature off with what I like to call um, you're not ripping it no, no <laughs> because... not, I, I got moaned after ripping off your news there's, feature there's, keep your hands off my would you rather there's bugger all sound no. insulation between my flat no, and the sure. flat next door. It's a false wall, so I can hear everything that goes on on the other side. They can probably hear this now, and I've sat at the far of the property <laughs> as possible. So I must interview people through the wall. <laughs> I'm calling so it's the answer is, I'm calling the landlord. <laughs> Dave, oh. yes, stabilise the ship. It's going <laughs> off. No, mate, honestly... This is the kind of shit that I needed this week. Um, I'm pretty certain that everybody's been made well aware that I got a little bit annoyed when I was out shopping the other day. <laughs> just, just a tad, just a tad annoyed with the general public. Um, so, yeah, this is the, uh, the, the this is what I need. Why, Dave, was someone taking ages getting the fucking biscuits? No, it wasn't the biscuits, Cleon. It wasn't the biscuits. It was the it was the ready mix fucking brownies, wasn't it? That you bake yourself, but you don't have to do anything. You just tip it all in a bowl. Motherfucker was reading the ingredients out down the phone to somebody. <laughs> all I wanted was some fucking cocoa powder. Can you eat corn flour? <laughs> No, it just uh, <laughs> the general public started doing me adding. I think, I think you know what you know. Everybody's asking like you know when lockdown ends, we're all gonna go, and you know everybody's gonna go out. Gonna be what the fuck hang is on, that? Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. TJ, what's going on at your place, matey? What are you doing? Are you rattling the pipes? Are you talking to next door or something? <laughs> what are you doing? You've opened Pringles. Anyway, you? he's opened Pringles. Um, Oh, yeah, so we're, when lockdown ends, like, people are asking where you're going to go, what you're going to do, you know, where's the first place you'll go, and it's like, oh, the, can you imagine that the pubs are going to be rammed? You know what I'm going to do, lads, the first day when lockdown's over and we can all leave the house? I'm going to stay the fuck inside, because that's where it's safe, and that's where I'm comfortable, because my faith in humanity is just going down fucking hell. That's right, people, Dave Shingler is about to steer this fucking aeroplane straight into the goddamn sea. I'm done. I'm done with everybody. I don't want to fucking deal with anybody anymore. That's it. I'm never leaving the house. I don't need bread. I don't need milk. It's fine. I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to eat me tinned fucking carrots, and I'm happy. I'm happy, boys. Your show. It's your show now. Done. Muting. I'm gone. Bye. Well, well, I'll, I'll well the TJ, the I'll, takeover I'll... is finally complete. <laughs> I'll tell you TJ, the first place TJ, I went. Yeah, I'm the first place I won't be going when uh, lockdown uh, ends, right, is back to fucking Tesco. I'll go find myself a proper job. Oh, my God, it's fucking... It's, 
Right. <clears throat> I'm very proud of what I am currently doing, which is working my fucking arse off from 2am in the morning to make sure that people that can't come out because they're not always come out can get their food. Mm. But it is mm. fucking mm. killing me off. Mm. And... <laughs> but also, right, as proud as I am for what I perceive I am doing, right, playing my part, the fear that the corporate ladder you get, right, there is someone at the top who does not give a shit about feeding the nation. He's just thinking, this is a massive fucking payday. This is. Do you know what I'm annoyed about with Tesco? Why is the cafe shut? Because all cafes... <laughs> They're all shut. All of them. No. The cafe staff have had to retrain as uh, checkout operators. You, you just well, want to have a big fucking breakfast, don't you, man? <laughs> I've, I've, actually, I've, actually, I've actually made uh, very good friends with two of them. They're a couple. They're named Harry and Beth. Can you get me um, discounts in the cafe? <laughs> uh, and I, I clocked Beth straight away because she is, like, stunning. Uh, and then Make friends with she, Beth. She, she saves she, food. She, she introduced me to a fella, Harry, right, who is equally as stunning. I shit you not, the guy looks like a young Jimmy Bullard, literally. Mm-hmm. But exactly that, as, and he is, yeah, and he is, uh, he is fucking hilarious. I love Harry to bits. He's a good lad. Good, get me discounts in the cafe. <clears throat> is is the cafe particularly expensive anyway? What's the point if you can get me discounts? It'll be even cheaper. <laughs> Come on, TJ. The rich didn't get rich by spending money, mate. You know what I mean? He's he's li- <laughs> he's, li- he's living on that eighty percent of eight grand at the moment, like so. You know what I mean? Oh, it's oh, fucking hard times for Cleon. <laughs> oh, on an update, on an update. <laughs> the second the second football pitch hasn't been cut this week. <laughs> 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 he's, he's been having play on his fucking uh, any one of his three Astro tier pitches he's playing yeah. Avic on his knees oh no he's had, to, he's, had, he's had to feel like he's physio as well it's not good anyway TJ fucking Marius yeah. has gone back to Poland can't fucking mow the lawn anymore <laughs> I, I nearly had to get the that thing you ride on what's it called the lawn mower <laughs> yeah, that. that thing you ride on What's that thing, thing you ride on to mow your lawn? <laughs> anyway, anyway, following Brexit, I feel, TJ, we need to start talking Ooh. about a new Brave Britain. Because we're going to come out of this pandemic, and I feel, lads, we need to start thinking about what we're going to do moving forward. Right, let's hear, let's hear your proposal, my friend. So, I've decided we're going to have a few eggs to make this omelette. And those two eggs are Germany and America. <laughs> so I'm so I'm sorry, lads. I'm sorry. I'm, I, after this, after this, after this is done, we're not friends. We're not friends because let's be honest, Germany, you didn't share your equipment, and America, you just bought ours for more money, <laughs> which is just nasty. That's not playing fair. So we, we're no longer friends. That that that's me and Germany done. Is that okay with you, TJ? Well. My understanding is that um, Germany, when they'd sort of stabilised their plan, then started offering their equipment out. And in the first instance, we refused, well, they flatly declined their offer because simply, now we don't need it. We've got the capacity for everything we currently need. Mm-hmm. And, and if a time should come that we do require that, then by sure. that time, all these new business ventures would have come through. 
As for America. the American, th- as for the American thing, my understanding was that Donald Trump, in classic, I can't particularly fault him on this. On classic Donald Trump style, put America first. He wanted to make sure he could do whatever he can to make sure that if there was a treatment, if there was a vaccine, they had access to it first. That's his. That is his well, prerogative. Just the same Donald as every Trump, other world leader. Until, just the same as every other world leader nope. should have been doing the same thing. No. Okay. Until Donald Trump is out of office, I am not talking to America. Okay. I'm running the show. We're not talking to America, <clears throat> TJ. Okay. The America. I tell you what. This this year's American election is going to be a weird one. I'm, I'm, not bothered. I'm not bothered. We'll get, we'll, we'll get on to that later anyway. We'll get on to that later. But until until that election's taken place, if Trump's still in charge, we're not friends. So it okay. could be the next five years. Okay. Okay. We're going to build a new alliance with Africa and India. Don't we still own them anyway? <laughs> kind of technically, yes. So awesome. we're going to build that back up. All right. So yeah. we've messed with Africa. Now we're going to rebuild Africa. So we're going to build some super I'd, hospitals. I, I'd, I'd argue that we we mess with India with India more since we split. I'm gone. I'm gone. The I nation of Pakistan. I got, I well, still go on. Go on. I haven't got there yet. I haven't got there yet. Thank God. And we mess with Africa, so we're going to rebuild it again. All right, and make it part of the Commonwealth. We're going to reintroduce Shalazi. We're going to build some super hospitals. We're going to send the SAS to the, where all the civil wars are. We're going to end all that. Done. We're going to build. Do the same with India, uh, because quite frankly, I like how the way they speak. Uh, we're going to build a new alliance with Canada because Prince Harry needs a job. So we've already kind of got that. We've got that bit covered. Uh, we're going to make Wales the port capital of England. We're, you, we're going to make what? As opposed to... Uh, port or port? Port. Port. What's wrong with Dover? Well, we're going to do it again on like, Wales. We're going to build another one. Okay. To, what, to, to, to trade with Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Half of Ireland. We're going to build one in Northern Ireland. All right. There you go. Sorry. I'll get my geography right there. Sorry. That would be a bit boring. You're all right, TJ. Do, do, yeah, do, do about building. Do, I'm sure before all this kicked off, so if it ever happens, I'm sure they were talking That's about why building. you're in the cabinet, TJ. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm I would have sh- been building a port in Wales. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they were building a, br- a literal bridge across the sea, the Irish Sea, between Scotland and um, Northern Ireland. Um, we can have a look at that, but not yet. That's a big one. build bridge. a mega airport in Scotland and transport links throughout the heart of England. Okay. Yeah, so, so a bit like HS2, but I'm going to get the prisons to supply the labour to build the railways, and I'm going to give them a five year target to do it. If they all do it in five years, do they all get to come out? Yes. There are some notorious paedophiles, mate. They'll be working their horses off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but five they... years hard labour, hard five year old. <laughs> yeah, but the catches, the cat, the catches. They'll never, they'll never make the target. It'll always go to six years if they get you close. I'll, I'll start. I'll, I'll, we'll have to start going in and stop moving stuff. the goalposts. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll start moving that around. But for the first two and a half years, the deal's good. I'm going to build a super hospital. Are you ready? I'm going to build super hospitals at Junction 16 M6 with helicopter links. I'm going to build one at the M1 at Watford, and I'm going to build one in the M6 in Scotland. 
but what about the little chefs? <laughs> <laughs> you can have a little chef on the side. <laughs> okay, because so we've got the we, great. So we've got the existing infrastructure. We'll just use little chef as a structural support for your fucking super up. <laughs> exactly. Come run off the same. Come run off the same generator. Be fine. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We're going to have an automatic charge for people driving into other villages or towns. So let's say we're going to have a camera recognition on your number plate and you will automatically get charged. That technology is already in. So you get a 50 pence charge for visiting other towns, cities, etc. £1 bus, £1.50 lorry. And that goes towards a pothole fund. Next. That's not, that's, these are not awful ideas. Next. Next, I'm going to create a thumbprint hospital ID system. So when you get checked into the hospital, your thumbprint gets checked and that's got your full medical history on it. Fantastic. Have, that, that, that. That's a perfect way of stopping viruses and disease being <laughs> spread around hospitals. Everybody touch <laughs> Everybody touch this. <laughs> Come on. Uh, we have the same for the criminal system, so why can't we do that for the medical system? When people are moaning about data, we do. So why isn't it in health? In prison, it's very different, though. It's, please, nobody touch this. <laughs> We're going to use the doctors from India to work in the, <laughs> ready to work in the super hospitals that are built. From they already do. From the alliance with, I know, but because we've got an alliance with India, we can just ship them over. I've never, and they I've can never work been straight to a in the hospitals. Whose name I could easily pronounce. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And there's, there's that new bit of infrastructure completely built, and that's my new brave Britain. That's Fantastic. my first five-year proposal. Do you know what? Do you know what? I think. Um... I think I can get down with some of that, you know. I can get down with some of that. Uh, who have you got? Who have you got um, managing the budget for all this? I hope uh, it's not looking pretty. Patel or Diane Abbott? That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying, boys. I've lost it again. I've lost it again. <laughs> no, no, no. I'd, I'd ship in. I'd bring in better people than that to manage the budget now. To to manage PR and to manage public relations. Sorry, I'd have Piers Morgan. Public relations, Piers Morgan. Just straight to the point. Like, yeah, yeah, he's my speaker, <clears throat> he's my house speaker, if you will. He does my interviews. Uh, I'll tell you what, part of this, definitely part of this, uh, big brave Britain. If we're making new alliances, I feel that we need to make a very, very strong alliance with managing the budget. I'd have Mike Ashley, <laughs> <laughs> you can't manage a football team anyway. Manage not, a fucking you, budget, yeah, though, yeah, never no, spend a penny anyway. Right, so but I say part of Brave Britain, if we are making new alliances in different countries, I feel that we should be extending the arm of friendship to our new two closest allies, allies, the nations of Portugal and New Zealand, who have given their best in this country to save our Prime Minister. Yeah. Do you remember the names? I think New Zealand and Portugal. Can I remember the names? Mm, you've written, remember the names. You've written it names down, haven't you? Are... You've written it down. <clears throat> Jenny and Luis. Jenny from New Zealand and Luis from Portugal, the two uh, NHS staff members that watched over Boris Johnson and made sure he didn't die. <clears throat> uh, but, but we can officially confirm Boris Johnson... 
Still alive? Still alive, yeah. yeah. We, sure we, it was touch and go last episode, wasn't it? Boris is still alive. He's come out. He, he put that beautiful um, video out yesterday. Uh, for, for people listening, uh, we're recording this episode on Monday the 13th, by the way. So it was yesterday on the Sunday he um, put that beautiful video up, praising the NHS, um, <clears throat> praising the nurses, uh, he's seen it with his own eyes, praising Jenny and Luis, who watched over him for 48 hours and made the necessary adjustments to make sure he didn't die. It was touch and go. And, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad he's not dead. I'm glad he's not dead. I don't, wanna, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody else to die of this horrible, horrible disease. But, I mean, they're going to, but I don't want them to. Um, <clears throat> so, the video was lovely. It was, it was positive. Um, now, is he going to give uh, all the NHS staff uh, pay rises and invest more money into the NHS? Because that's that's what I would like to see come out of this. Um, well, the, uh, it's one of the. I think there'll elect- be huge in the NHS following this. I think one of the uh, well, I know one of the uh, manifesto promises was obviously more investment for the NHS, even though you know, even as a, a proxy Tory currently. Um, you know, historically, the Tory party, through austerity and whatnot, have sort of maybe deprived the, the NHS of the full funding it needs over the years. But they did say that, you know, that they would start receiving record levels of funding um, and obviously nurses, bursaries, so on and so forth. But my understanding, it's a bit of a difficult one, because my understanding of sort of NHS wages has never been so much that they weren't being paid enough for the work that they do. It was more they're not being paid enough when you consider the amount of work they have to do, kind of thing. Because I mean, and what's what's an average nursery salary? Is that twenty three grand or summit? I mean, that's give or take, something like yeah. I don't know the exact figure. That's, um, I'm fairly sure that's that's over the the national UK average for mm-hmm. for um you know for your wages. However, this is a very different role. I mean, obviously, this um, the amount of work they have to do. You know, maybe that would justify you know more more wages. I mean, my personal opinion would be, you know, considering you know the the, the level of re- remuneration they get for the role, just making their certain working conditions maybe better. I mean, not so much a pay rise, but the existing level of pay with fewer hours, more protections, fewer benefit, more benefits for the profession. But as I say, I mean, I, I know I'm, I'm very limited on sort of the on, on this area. With the um, with the UK's the new uh, immigration policy that they were putting into place now that we're with now Brexit has happened and the Tories have got full power. Um, I say full; they had full power before, but now that it's you know it's with the election and that that um, electoral majority. Um, the one of the things that was said that. Uh, if you earned less than £25,000, uh, fact check me on this, because uh, I don't know the exact quote, but I, I am just going to kind of round that up. Um, it was twenty five grand. Uh, if you earned less than twenty five grand, you were an unskilled worker and you couldn't come into the country. And the average nurse is on less than 25 grand what i would like to happen is for nhs workers to at least be on that 25000 pound threshold and at least the, the, be, and at least be classed as skilled work 
It was it was worded badly, and that's why so many people from the opposition jumped on right, it. Right, right. What they actually meant was, unless you are a skilled worker, you need to earn at least twenty five grand. Nurses, an NHS. Maybe you could argue that maybe porters, cleaners, cooks are not skilled workers, but in terms of physicians, doctors, nurses, <clears throat> uh, they are skilled workers. So regardless of what they're earning they are still welcome to come and work in the UK. What they did is they set a threshold to basically to make sure that saying, mm. listen, if you're earning less than 25 grand, and, and you know, I don't know why they chose that number as a sort of arbitrary figure, chances are you're an unskilled worker, you're a factory worker, you're a cleaner, so on and so forth. Roles that really need to be made available to our massively unskilled, and I'm going to be brutally honest here, fucking bone idle, unworking population of, of, of british born yeah. citizens mm-hmm. so so my my issue my thing has never been i've never had a problem with immigrants my problem has been with immigration and the way and the way it, it works the way it takes advantage and disadvantage of other, other people so um for, for me if you are an unskilled worker f- the, from another country <clears throat> there may be a, a an argument why you should go in and and pursue that in your own country while we free up those positions to arm to our unskilled unworking workforce but i'm not we can't ignore the fact that the re that the main reason that our workforce isn't working isn't because the jobs aren't available it's because they don't fucking want them yeah 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 no that, 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 i've never been any under any illusion <clears throat> about that's the, the main fact that people do not want to be cleaners, people do not want do not want to be gardeners, work in supermarkets, whatever. Well, basically, if 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 we're saying that people can't come over from other countries and do these jobs, you're going to fucking have to, or we're stopping your benefits and you can starve. It's up to you. Mm. I mean, look at I mean, <clears throat> yeah. going on about uh, talking about people not wanting not wanting okay. jobs, not wanting to work. Um, you know, look at yourself. In, in what's happened to you over the last couple of weeks which we spoke about over the last two weeks you know i mean you were unfortunately made redundant and you went and got another job because you're not scared of working you know what i mean you've got bills to pay you need to work and you went and got another job and it didn't matter where that job was you went and got it you applied and you got a job and you know you've you've you made it clear that it's not the ideal job that you want you want to get back into the financial sector once once everything blows over and you are 100 percent right there's so many people out there that just sit on their arse and don't want to work they don't want all these jobs and they're the first people to say um <clears throat> you know they're coming over here and taking our jobs well i'm being funny mate Pedro, that works in the fucking field, picking pissing apples for fourteen hours a day, has not take has not taken your fucking job because you didn't want it. You didn't want that job. You wanted to sit on your ass. That's what happened there. So, one hundred percent right on that one. Um, with regards to with regards to the unskilled workers that were, you said porters, cleaners, uh, and so forth. Um, yes, the wages and, and whatnot. I think what you're saying is right. Um, but I would also like them jobs, which we've proven now to be essential jobs. These are jobs that people need to do, especially during the current climate. Um, I would like them people to be paid at least a living wage, a wage that they can go to work and come home and pay the bills and put food in the fridge and not have to worry about where, the, you know, 
where they're going to get the next meal from. You know, I, I know somebody who works, literally works three jobs and still worries at the end of the month whether she's going to have enough money to get food, put food on the table. Because them jobs are classed, and, and, them jobs are classed as unskilled work and it's situation. low pay. But I've got a little bit of it. I don't, I'm just going to play devil's advocate for a second. I've got a slightly controversial viewpoint on this. Taken from my own experience or something that I was considering today. Because of my hours of work have changed, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, I'm currently working an, on, you know, an unskilled job. Yeah, a job yeah, yeah. that potentially could could be available to you know anybody. Anybody, yeah. You know, it's it, it, it the, the 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 sort of the the level of sort of talent required to do this job I'm doing is very low. Uh, but because of the the hours have changed, I'm now on an accelerated premium. Uh, how much I get paid? Okay. Because of how much more money I'm being paid because of the hours I'm working, there is a temptation to do a lot less work because I could I could still easily afford everything I need to and yeah. make the same amount of money by doing a lot less hours. So by increasing the sort of... Uh, it, there's, I think there's always a danger of if you look... If you, if you start to increase the remuneration for any profession, for any role, it's kind of like, well, I can justifiably do less work, less hours because I'm still going to make this kind of money kind of thing. And it, and it really, the tax. It, it's exactly, that's another thing as well, the taxing. So, I, I mean, I think a sort of, I don't want to call it a lower wage, but a sort of like a, a, a sort of set sort of, wage and an agreed wage i mean that that may very well be the, the national national living wage needs to be sort of set at a, a place that obviously people can afford but both it's enough to live on but also encourages you to actually have to work okay yeah. okay because it's all well and sort of saying okay let's pay the let, i mean just just uh, as a a crazy example saying we should pay all nurses a quarter of a million pound a year for the work they do. Is is the, is the work they do worth that? Let's be honest, probably. But if someone's working a quarter, in a quarter of a million, especially in a, a person where they get paid sick pay as well, are they going to show up to work every week? It's, 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 I, I, I've started because I'm only making considerations, I can sort of see the difficulty in sort of deciding how much one's labour is worth. Because you sort of it, it, it sort of gives you a no sort of being on. Are you having a paradox here? Yeah, it's it's so, it's such a weird one because people should be people should be are entitled completely entitled to the 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 the, the, the worth of their labour. But at the same time, if you overvalue that labour. Yeah, it undervalues the work and the work ethic kind of thing. But like I say, it's it's a very difficult one. I don't feel good for saying it, but logically, it makes sense, kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Fair, yeah. Fair enough. And, that, and that's that's the thing about it, really. I, I, that's the thing. I kind of get. I get what you. I do understand what you're saying. Um, but I also think to 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 something that's just popped into me from what you've just said um, yeah. is. If somebody was getting paid enough money to work less hours and still pay for everything, then that would free up. That's great because that would free up some hours for somebody else to get a job. 
Um, so that's a positive from that. Um, but the the other the other one is is that's completely it's completely gone out of my head now. The other one, the other point I was going to make. Oh yeah, the circumstance. So your it's individual circumstance as well. So your circumstance is completely different to let's say you know a single mother with three kids. You know what I mean? She yeah. needs more money. She needs to put food in the kid's mouth. She needs to put shoes on the kid's feet, clothes on the on the kid's back. You know what I mean? And she might not be in a position when she gets a pay rise or more money to actually cut her hours because she needs that extra money. You've, you have found yourself in a position where you could go, you know what? I don't need these extra couple of hours because of this this premium, but other people might not be. Yeah, and I completely agree, but Cleon did bring up the point of obviously our, our tax system in the fact that obviously the more money you earn, the more money they're the going to take. Yeah, yeah. So so even if you are that single mother with three kids, still you've got to have that consideration. I could potentially earn more money, but I'm also going to get taxed more on it kind of thing. You know what I mean? So mm. you have to earn double more money to in order to get to where you want to be. Before you get but taxed more. But, but like I say, this 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 is a problem. I'm sure the economists have been thrashing out for centuries. So this anyway, is not one that we can solve. It, it's, all, it's, all, it's all relevant. It's all relevant. Anyway, I, I I've done a bit of a movie watching in isolation. I've got a few reviews. Is that okay, gents? Is this is this your Netflix recommendations? No, this is not my Netflix recommendations. I sent you both a movie um, link you did. last night. Oh, yeah, that, 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 that highly illegal one, yeah. It, it's not highly illegal one. It's a streaming site, TJ. Anyway, last night I watched Harley Quinn, the oh, great the, mas- um, the, the Birds of Prey fab- film. The, fab- yes. fab- the fabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Yes, and I yesterday I watched Doolittle with Robert Downey Jr. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. 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 So Harley Quinn, all I can say about Harley Quinn is thank you, DC, and your continuing trend for making shit movies. Thank you. <laughs> thanks, thanks, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks. Thanks very much. You started off badly in this movie. It had a bad beginning it had a bad intro it had a bad handoff from what was suicide squad it had a bad intro a story telling how the origin of you know how we incorporate it into the movie it had a bad middle and it had a bad end it was pretty much a bad film (laughs) can we get a score out of 10 for this out of 10 Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey, uh, give it a five. See, I, <laughs> I, I saw, um, I saw it at the cinema and thought it was twice as good as Suicide Squad. Can you remember the the TV series Birds of Prey? I don't know with, how with, um, you could think. Dean Meyer. Was this bit Birds of Prey on CNX? I can't remember, you know. I I watched it on I don't internet know, back in the day. TJ, it's not as goth as good as Suicide Squad. It's all over the place. I thought Suicide Squad was a terrible fucking film. Suicide Squad wasn't the, too bad. It was all right. It was all right. Oh, no. That Harley Quinn movie goes for a kind of um, 
Quentin Tarantino tell, if that makes sense. Like it jumps around all over the place, telling different stories, going off at different times. And it just does it really badly. I think the costumes for Harley Quinn were really poor. I just thought it was poor. It was a poor film, five out of ten. Anyway, (laughs) I also watched Doctor Zoolittle with Robert Downey Downey Jr. Jr. one, yeah, yeah, yeah. I I thought it was great. I get get the feeling that it's going to be great. I thought it was great, and that was slammed. Um, If you can get past... (laughs) If you can get past Robert Downey Jr. doing a really bad accent, is it? Then you are you'll be absolutely fine with the movie. It took me about fifteen minutes to get used to him, twenty minutes doing the weird Welsh accents, and it's kind of across. I think he uses uh, bits of Holmes. I think he draws from Holmes as well into that character. Um, but uh, yeah, kids yeah, movie, from great. the trailers I got that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Animals were talking, polar bears. There's a, a gorilla that's scared of everything, which is amazing. Um, it's a kids film it's brilliant yeah I think it was a brilliant film he's um, he, he based he based the look of the character I'm trying to remember he, he did a, he did an interview he did um, the Joe Rogan experience a few months back and he, he told Joe Rogan what he actually based the look of the character on and for the life of me <laughs> I've listened to um, that I can't remember um, what it was um, but he, 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 he had this whole this look and this feel that he gave to the um uh, the designers and, and the, the the director and what and I said this is what I want to go for and they were like yeah that's brilliant um, look that up guys anybody who's listening uh, he, Robert Downey Jr. on on the Joe Rogan experience and he, he goes into into the, the details of Doolittle and and how he how he actually came up with his his vision of of the character um, if uh, was he is he as good as Eddie Murphy's Doctor Doolittle no. <laughs> No, I think I think um, it's a completely different dude. Just a different film. It's a, complete, it's a completely different film yeah. altogether. Completely different. The, this this Doolittle is based on the original Doolittle, whereas um, obviously Eddie Murphy's was a reimagining for the nineties. Yeah, yeah. I would give this a solid uh, seven out of ten. Hmm. Definitely worth a watch. Definitely. Where's my boom? Oh, okay. A solid seven out of ten. Uh, he did boom. He just boomed really quiet for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> did, you, did you watch any other films? Oh, again. There you go. Spies in disguise. Spies in disguise. <laughs> That's an animation film with Will Smith, with Will Smith and, and Tom Holland. Yeah, I've, I've watched it. I've watched it. And today, tonight, I'm watching The Gentleman. The gentleman is very good, very good. I went to the cinema to see that. Yeah. It is a very, very. Good. Yep. I'm I'm very glad that you've been you know following the government guidelines, staying at home, protecting the NHS and saving lives by having a movie marathon. However, as we all know, there are some people that are not following the guidelines, and I have taken it upon myself to call these people out and find out what the fuck it is they think they're playing at. I would like right now to read you through a small list of reasons I've been given as to why people are not observing lockdown. And I'd like to do this in as dramatic a fashion as possible. Dave, cue me up some music, my friend. The following are not legitimate reasons for breaking lockdown. <laughs> Getting your roots bleached. <laughs> it's your birthday. 
for a dick appointment. To have someone take photos of you for OnlyFans. Going on a date with a guy who just gets you. Hooking up with an ex because you're lonely. Because your father is an alcoholic and needs to have a drink with his friends. Because she's your BFF and she always comes over. Or, finally, to arrange a funeral. Now, I'm sorry if that last one seems particularly harsh, but arranging a funeral is not a decent enough reason to break lockdown. Especially considering, right, that right now, a funeral in the UK, right, comprises of six, well, seven people. The deceased, the officiator, and five members of the family. If you're trying to arrange a funeral, right, it's literally ten, like this. Ten. Fr- ten. Frank. Ten. <laughs> Frank, are you coming DJ, to the funeral? DJ. What? DJ. It's ten. For the purpose of this next bit, it's five. <laughs> Frank, are you coming to the funeral? Yeah. Are you bringing Barbara? Yeah. Great. That's the guest list. It's that, 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 that is right now. That's how you arrange a funeral, right? It's not a good enough reason to, to, to be breaking fucking uh, lockdown. Anyway, Dave, you're yes, normally mate. the one with the fact, the figures, telling us what's going on in the world. What's the latest on the coronavirus? Um, well, the latest on the coronavirus, the um, the uh, the press conference update today uh, stated that 88,621 people had been tested, of which 11,329 of them uh, are unfortunately, uh, they've ceased to be, they are ex-parrots. Um, now, uh, now, this is important, are they still dead? Uh, they're still dead. Right, so no change there, then. No change there. <laughs> um, <laughs> no updates on that. No. They are still dead. Um, so, yeah, basically all that's been said today is continue to follow the the, the government advice. They Stay indoors, only go out for your essentials, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the SAGE review is happening this week, um, and they are not expected to make any changes uh, to the lockdown. Uh, but once they've got all the evidence together and they have that, I presume it's a Cobra meeting at the end of the week, that's when they'll come out and say exactly what's going to happen. But um, who was it who did it today? Was it, I think it was Hancock who did it today. Um, yeah, he said, um, we're not expected to make any changes um, in the near future. Good, because this means that things won't get worse in terms of the lockdown. Yeah. Because the last thing we want is things to get stricter. Because there are already concerns <sighs> that the current level of lockdown is a infringement on our civil liberties and the police have got too much power. Now, I want to know your guys' opinions on this. So I've got a series of questions for you regarding the current lockdown. And I want to know whether or not you agree with them. Just very briefly, a yes or no as we go through. So first of all, is it okay that we're not allowed to leave our homes? Yes. Cleon, is it okay that we're not allowed to leave our homes? Do you mean yes or under, no? the, under the current c- yeah, yeah, yeah. conditions? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Okay. yeah. Is it okay, okay that the police are clearing sunbathers from parks? Yes. Yes. Is it okay that the police are storming properties with the intention of shutting down social events? Yes. yes. Is it okay that we may be required to use an app that will track who we've been in contact with? Oh. Mm, no. No. Is it okay that the police may be able to check your shopping to make sure it's essential? No. No. Is it okay that people have started to grass on their neighbours? Yes. No. 
Is it okay that the police now have the power to search your wife's bat cave for Corona bats? No. <laughs> when you say bat cave, is that a euphemism? They are coming into the house at any, any given time of the day and are fully searching your wife for Corona bats <laughs> in any place that Corona bats may be hiding, aka usually the bat cave. <laughs> no. Is it okay that we'll be required to suck off our friends after the lockdown in an act of unity? No homo. No. Um, is it okay that... Sorry, repeat the question. Is it okay that we're going to be required to suck off all our friends after the lockdown in an act of unity? No homo. I cannot specify any further the no homo aspect of that. Um, what's, wrong with, what's wrong with homo? You, you're some kind of homophobe, Teej. What's wrong with that? I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with homo. I'm just saying the I'm just saying the proposed government guidelines states no homo. No homo. Um, no. Okay. Finally, it's homo or nothing. Sorry, it's homo or nothing. Okay. Okay. Finally, is it okay that the NHS is going to be officially renamed uh, Louisa and Jenny's Make Better Factory Part Two Electric Boogaloo? Yes. Yes. Fantastic. So we're all. I'm, I'm glad we're all more or less on the same. Uh, on the, on the same uh, like there. so just quickly <laughs> touch on a couple of those points um yeah so they're proposing that obviously following the lockdown procedures in order to obviously sort of monitor the spread we may be required to use an app that will uh, on us phones they'll automatically register who we've been in close proximity with and other people who've also got this app so in the event that you get corona you're able to pass the information on to who you've been near so I'm sorry, mate. I'm sorry, makes, but I'm calling you fake news on this bullshit. No, I've. Fuck off. Apparently, something very similar is currently being used over in the um, the, the slanty eyed countries. You're not allowed to say that. Jesus. Oh. Oh no, no, no! I remember. I'm done with people, aren't I? Yes, I. You're want? not allowed to say. <laughs> You're not allowed um, to say it's Lanty I'm a fucker because I was. Let's be honest, it's, it's their fault, right? It's their it's fault. Their fault. Um, China. Well, let's go for. Um, okay, I'm, I'm just doing a little uh, little fact check here. Let's go for the. Um, I mean, we could go for the Independent, the Times, the Guardian, the Mirror, uh, or Wired.co.uk. We'll go with that one if you want. Um, yeah. Um, Sounds like the only impartial one. Yeah, the NHS Coronavirus app. Yes, I'll accept the cookies. You're already tracking me. The NHS coronavirus app could track how long you spend outside. The government is considering plans to use the contact tracing app to boost social distancing. Yeah, I'd read about this the other day, but I hadn't looked, to, I hadn't looked into it um, too much at all, to be honest with you, because um, I'm not planning on going people near people uh, anytime soon, because uh, I'm done with them. We've, we've established this. I'm done with people. I'm 100% done with people. Um, I think I'm going to go, uh, if I do have to venture outside, I'm going to go full uh, face mask, hat and goggles so nobody can see my face. And then I'm just going to scream if anybody comes anywhere near me so they walk away. So are you, you going to be shopping or racing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want James them anywhere near me. like a fucking weird minion. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm going for. Paint myself yellow. A weird little minion. Dungarees. <laughs> goggles. So, yeah, that, so that was the... That was the first point that people find concerning about this potentially tracking app. The other thing is that police apparently have started doing this in some cases, but may, may become more widespread. That if the, the clock you're coming out of an off license or something, 
they're going to start just checking. It's like, you better have bought bread with that wine, kind of thing. Yeah. It's like, you need bread, you don't need wine. So, yeah, they, they may start sh- checking you. They're not going to start essential. doing that, because I'm going to start telling them to bog off. Well, the, th- the thing is, it makes... Uh, if, if you're, say, you're bargain booze, I can't see a legitimate reason why bargain booze is open right now. If bargain booze is open... I'm sorry, I'm sorry. If the shops are open, they're classed as essential shops then. But so why is Bargain Booze classed as essential though? Any... This is the thing. Well, that's not my problem. I've just purchased from there. Kiss my horse. <laughs> and that would be my exact answer to the policeman. I mean, that's the po- that is the point the as well. Yeah, if, if the shop is open, then I am allowed to go shopping there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, I'm allowed to go shopping there if the shop is open. Is open. It's as simple as but, that. But just, but but just using bargain booze as an example. Should bargain booze be open? No, not really. No, I don't. I don't think so. But no, yes, because yes, it should be. You know, does it sell essentials? I, well, I don't know. Does it do like gas and lecky top ups? Could that be classed as yeah. an essential? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. That's probably the main argument. Any. And are that, you really going to say? Plus, are you really going to say we're going to shut all the places down that sell alcohol, people? Let's face no, it, though, because we won't, because the supermarkets are still open. But let's There's face nothing... it, alcohol. Go on, Dave. Sorry, alcohol and fags. They got to get that tax money in. You know what I mean? Yeah, they're paying everybody's well, like fucking wages. TJ, so... TJ just wants Tesco have like world supremacy. Yeah, we'll no, shut he's down out. the off licenses. Everyone oh, has to come to Tesco. Don't. I honestly don't give a fuck. <laughs> right is there is there any other key points anybody else wants to hit before no. we wrap this mother up no nothing really man we've covered i mean like i say it's a slow news week you know it's like, uh, same old same old i got up i walked from the uh from the the, the bedroom to the to the living room I had, a, <laughs> I, had a, I had a little walk to the front room looked out the window remembered i hated people came back in you know and just just while we mention news week i'm starting to get fucking i'm starting to get my air off with with the media Slightly asking stupid when this questions. Whole thing sort of, well, well, asking stupid questions like, "Do you apologise to all the nurses you've killed?" No, we'd never apologise for that. Are you fucking stupid? Uh, and just, just really exaggerating things. Like I say, the, I shared the Metro article with you the other day. The Met, the, the headline. Oh, of, yeah, of the, the yeah. was uh, I caught coronavirus uh, the same day as Boris Johnson. He was sent to hospital. I was sent home. The you. You go on to the article. The headline is very similar. I caught coronavirus. Boris Johnson was treated. I wasn't. You read the first line of the article and it states clearly she was never tested for coronavirus. It's kind of, this is ridiculous. Why can, why are the media allowed to lie less like this? Especially given the situation. Yeah, I, it's I, just, I, I, I agree with you as well. And also, quite frankly, and quite frankly, who, who, who's this person who's asking this question? Who's she this works for the asking? Metro. She works, right, the metro. So she works for the Metro. She works for the Metro. I'll tell you why you were tested in the same speed that Boris Johnson was tested. Quite frankly, he's a prime minister. <laughs> And that and that and yeah, that's that's a legit answer for me as far as I'm concerned. Why haven't I been tested and he's been tested? Because uh, he's running the country. That's why. And whether you like it, I like it, or anybody else likes it or not, that's why. He's running the country. You're making clickbait. Yeah, but the thing is, though, it's not just the metro. Like I, I clicked on it. I mean, I, I, 
I didn't think anything of it, and I didn't think that it was going to be mentioned today, so I don't remember the headline, but I saw this headline, and I clicked on the headline, and I just went, oh, the headline's got nothing to do with the actual article, it's just made me click on it. I, you know, you get fucking, yeah. you get captured again, and it's in, but the, the media, the, these fucking clickbaity headlines, and asking questions like, so when will the lockdown end? Nobody knows, you know what I mean? You can ask that question as many times as you want, you can ask it to bloody uh, Rishi Sunak, you can ask Pretty Patel, you can ask fucking um, Dominic Robb, you can no ask Boris. Knows. They don't know. Well, this is the thing, it's kind of like our readers want to know, or our listeners want to know, or our, 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 our viewers want to know when will the lockdown end. We don't, because we accept the fact that we don't know. We yeah. accept that it's not going to be next week, so we don't really, we're not really interested. Yeah. Ask something useful, because we don't want, you're saying you're asking these questions on the behalf of the public. You're fucking not. Yeah. Because I just want a spin story. It, it's not a question that I want to know the answer to. Because I'll 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 find the answer out when they know the answer. You know what I mean? When the answer is available, we'll I, know. I it's, it's a waste of a question. I didn't know when the lockdown was going to I happen agree. until the fucking until the, the they came out with it at eight o'clock at night, and Boris is sat at number ten addressing the nation, saying we're locking the country down. We find out when we find out. The media need to stop asking dumbass questions. They need to stop producing Agreed. dumbass fucking um, news articles, and they just need to just start. If people could just start being useful, that would be great. If we could get more Did show, anybody else? more shows like this. <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> no one gives a fuck that Karen from fucking Southport didn't get tested in the speed that the Prime Minister of the country did Jesus and did anybody else Christ. find it sort of weird that Pretty Patel had to field a question from a lad Bible <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't get me wrong it was a good question it, what he was like Lad Bible. Le- le- legit <laughs> press. Legit like, press these days. We'll now, we'll now take a question from the Daily Sport. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let's wrap it up for this week, boys. Um, a big thanks to everybody that's uh, been tuning in over the last uh... couple of weeks. Um, and thank you to people that have been streaming the old episodes as well. It's nice to know that we are still loved. Um, if you want to know more about the podcast, please follow us on our social media. It's at Shingler's List PC on Twitter. Uh, it's Shingler's List Podcast on Facebook. Uh, follow our individual uh, tweet Twitters as well. Shingler MVOC. TJ, meet your bloody microphone, will you? Jesus wept. I'm trying to plug all Whoa. the shows. <laughs> all I can hear is you're messing with your bloody headphones. Moving oh, your I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Fucking I'm going to mute the mic. You do that bit again. <laughs> fucking. You reckon? That do Darth Vader's having a again, shit. Dude. Jesus Christ. Fucking anyway, follow us. Sorry, David. Sorry. <laughs> follow us on our social media. <laughs> Actually, no, start from the whole beginning thing because he was breathing at the beginning. Just do the ending again. Just, just literally start from the beginning. TJ Angle, we're going to do the start. show again. Just do the wrap up. It's at Shingler's List PC on Twitter. It's Shingler's Podcast on Facebook. Follow us on our individual tweets, Twitters as well. Shingler MVOC for me. At KL Beulie for Cleon. At TJ Harlow for TJ. You guys are awesome, and we will see you next time.